Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Side chat here it is Monday, June 20, 2022, here with your hosts, the appropriately named <laughs> Aristotle Nipple and Phineas Painmeister here to get you through another day. <laughs> oh, is this the new uniform, right? This uh, <laughs> This is the new uniform of uh, of uh, Flyerside Chat, yes. One okay. of the one of the few times I wish we were live. Oh. Um I, I don't right. actually I mean, think got the reaction. <laughs> I actually don't think this segment uh, was on the air last week. I think we talked about it after. But yeah. um, Shane and I are uh, both currently wearing our Borat, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever they are. <laughs> same color. <laughs> same color. Yeah. Oh, same chest hair. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I can't help What's but notice you didn't uh, shave FC into yours though. <sighs> I remember three minutes before I got on that I needed to put my junk in this thing. I uh, I had to make an Amazon order on Monday uh, after this show, and I'm like, hmm, I bet I can get one of these on Amazon. Because we talked about it after we went off air. I don't know what the fuck sparked that conversation. Nor we talked I. about it after we went off air, and I'm like, hmm, I, 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 Shane can't feel alone on this one. I, and I, I love you for that. And I'm like, Honestly. freight box, like, fuck it. And then, like, you had your thing today. Shane was working all day, and wasn't. we weren't sure the show was going to happen tonight. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to sit down like this. He's totally going to forget. And it's going to be very awkward. But nope, we, nope. we're both here we're in all of our glory. <laughs> I, dude, I'm just, this is, this is the best thing that, that we've ever done. Yeah. And it, it's a fucking shame that we're not a live podcast. <laughs> For that, for that very, if, if for nothing else, for my reaction that you also bought one. So yeah. for, all right. So I know listeners can't, obviously can't see any of this. They have no idea what the fuck is going on, but um, the screen was, so we were on camera for this show, right? For at least one another. Yeah. And Dan's screen is, he has the camera off. So he just has his logo as the background. And I just hear his stupid voice sit there and say, well, this is awkward. <laughs> And I'm assuming that he's talking about me and the fact that I'm in this Borat. And I'm like, well, we talked about it is all I'm thinking in my head. And then there it is. Just wonderfully done. You bought the same one. Yeah. And you just. For those of you that don't know what we're doing, just Google Borat. And the first image that comes up of him standing there in his green bathing suit. That is what we're wearing right now. That is Um, what we are wearing. Which it's, I realize this is a very yeah no shit kind of moment here, but like this is very revealing. Oh my god, yes! Like I got my cock in like a ball and a half in there, dude. And I'm, the sacks just leaking all over the place. All right, so I made the executive decision on mine. My balls are in it. The dick is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's you just, can't fit everything. It, no, it's so you sort of can. Until Kinda. you move at all. Yeah. And then it's an awkward thing because then one ball comes out. Yeah. Yep. And that, it just, it's not that it hurts, but it definitely feels like not okay. Like Yeah, it this just is already not a great feeling to uh, begin with. 
So that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, this is like, and like, I don't know, like, is it, is, is this because I bought this thing like four years ago? And like, no, I can confirm. It's just awkward. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> so like, that's what I'm sitting here. And I was just like, I don't know if like, like, I don't, I don't know. Anyone who wears like thongs on purpose. Like I just have a new appreciation for you. I'm just sitting. I'm not even walking. I'm just, I was fine here. standing up, but the second I sat down right up the fucking ass and I'm like, all oh. right. Now my bare ass is on the pleather chair here for an hour in this 80 degree room. I'm sure this will be lovely when I stand up. Dude, I can't I can't wait because <laughs> I, I so I'm my chair's not leather. My chair is like a um I don't know, like almost like a mesh, like a real tight mesh. Uh and I just know that this the whole imprint of this chair is going to be in my ass. So I'm going to like I'm going to back up when I'm like going to bed tonight just so she can see me. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with your ass? What, what is happening right now? I'm well, like, you see. No big deal. Me and Dan were just checking out each other's units. <laughs> It'll be like the fifth time. She'll be like, are you sure you're not gay? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can tell you're in the process of moving because you're getting that empty room echo these days. Oh, dude. It's Sounds so like bad. you're in a cave. Yeah, does it sound that bad? Because I've been. I've it's been not terrible, but it's definitely more noticeable than it hasn't been in the past. Oh yeah, it's it's brutal. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with my Elvis mic. I, dude, it's glorious. Finally got it. <laughs> this the so okay for all of our audio uh, snobs out there. I have a SM7B, which is what I typically have used and have used in season two. And I just have a regular metal scissor arm with it hanging on the back of the, uh, the, the desk here. And it works fine. It stays in one place. I have the gain up. I can yell and scream. Doesn't pop. Doesn't do anything. But the Shore uh, Elvis mic here. I think it's a 55. Um... It's a very big microphone, and it's very awkward and heavy and large, and the old, the small scissor arm doesn't that mean, so I, I took some measurements, and like, this is like comically large boom arm that is hanging on this table right now, it's insane, it's like three feet long, I got it in a box that was like as tall as I am, it's like, but uh, I got that, got the metal extension, all I have to do just to put the fucking XLR cable into the back of this thing was a pain in the ass. But I set it up, I spent two hours on Saturday finagling with all my knobs here and figuring it out, and uh, I think I got it sounded pretty good. All of the sound bars are there, I just gotta remember not to yell directly into it, I'll pop the shit out of it. But other than that, I think it sounds uh, it sounds pretty good. I'll be playing with it here over the next year. So I was originally gonna wait till the off-season ended. And, you know, when we can go back to just doing regular bullshit shows for like a month and a half. But I'm like, fuck, that's like five weeks away. Like, free agency's not till the second week of July. I'm going to take a fucking week off after that to put up the best ofs of this show. And it's like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I just wasn't going to take that much time. So, figure we can do it now. I've got a few weeks before things theoretically pick up. So, now I'm uh, teaching myself how to talk into this thing. It's a nice arm, too. It actually moves, it doesn't squeak. So. Not bad pickup for sixty bucks. Some of those fucking boom arms were were quite expensive, like a hundred bucks. I'm like, eh, I don't want to drop a hundred bucks on something that I give up on right away. So this one was about sixty, and I'm gonna make it count. So I think it sounds oh. good so far. Yeah, like I said, so far, uh, you know, sound quality right away. I mean, I mean, you didn't pop through us laughing at one another no. when the cameras <laughs> dropped. So I think you're in a good way. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, Shane. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard. Go ahead. Flyer side chat blows. I, I did hear this, actually. I. 
I don't want to spend 20 minutes ranting, raving about this like a fucking complete crazy person, but he very well might. Well, that's... <clears throat> listen, everybody, listen. said that I did. Brotherly Pod <laughs> is a network. There are nine people associated with this brand. I heard the P-pop on that one. Nine people associated with this brand right now over multiple different shows. And, like, this, you know, Flyerside Chat has become more of a lifestyle pod than a hockey pod, which is fine, you know, especially considering the Flyers haven't done anything for nine fucking weeks. What are we supposed to talk about right now? <laughs> but, like, it's just like... I realize this show is not for everyone. Not everyone wants to sit here and listen to two men in Borat thongs right now talking to each other. I get it. Like, I'm fully aware of what this show is compared to all the other shows. And if you don't like it, more fucking power to you. Now, if you have noticed over the last few episodes, if you listen to all of them, you know that I have been plugging uh, the reviews on the end of the show. Hey, if you like us, leave a five-star review. I absolutely hate doing that. It is one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> there it was again. But um, because, like, I don't know, I feel like such a political whore asking for people to leave shit like that. But I was hoping that the longtime listeners who love all these shows will go, hey, you know, maybe I haven't done that yet. Boom, five-star review. You help out myself. You help out the brand. You help us grow. You get more popular. Like, the, the reviews to listens ratio is nowhere close, you know. 20 times more listeners than we have reviews. And when the fucking, there was one guy a while ago that left a review because he listened to Anthony on another pod and he came here and clicked on an episode that wasn't Anthony's and got pissed off and left a one star. That annoys the shit out of me. So the, the most recent one, like, the reason I don't like to plug it is because I'm a, the trolls can hear this and fuck shit up just as easily. And that's exactly what happened. The good people didn't click. The fucking trolls did. And it just annoys the shit out of me when that stuff happens. So listen, everyone. If you like this show, if you like what we do, if you're a long-time listener that has not rated this show yet, please do consider us giving us a, a five-star review on your favorite listening platform. Um, it does mean a lot to myself. It helps the brand grow. It continues to you know get us out there. And if you're one of the trolls that is just going to give us one-star reviews to fuck with us, you can suck on the fattest part of my dick and choke to death on my helmet. All right? Like, <laughs> just fuck off. So that, that one just... Listen, I'm Dan the Flyer fan. Like... I've built a brand off of insanity and controversy. I get it. You know, I, I've taken heat for it over the years. I get it. It's part of the job. It's part of the career. I accept that. The second you start fucking with other people on here for no reason at all, that's when I get annoyed. You know, and, and this guy claimed to like all the other shows, you know, and not this one. because we fucking, you're fucking all the other shows that you claim to like because of what you did for that one. So like JP512, whatever the fuck you are, fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> As for everyone else, do consider leaving a review. I, I'm I'm not, I'm never plugging it again. By the way, I, I fucking I proved my <laughs> own point on that one, my own theory. So, for what it's worth, um, you know, I I don't I don't disagree with what you said. You know, when you when you leave a review like that, uh, it impacts the other the other you know team members here, the other shows here, uh, which are no argument considerably better if you were coming here for a hockey show which <laughs> no argument we spend three percent of our time over the course of our, our year talking hockey on Flyerside chat um you know i for one I'm, I'm a little opposite of you dan i don't mind one star reviews i don't mind three star reviews i don't mind five star. i don't mind any review anything that comes in i may not agree with it 
but it's always something that that I or we can learn from. And you know, I'm again when we get those in the not so great reviews. Like I had a nice laugh. Dan had a you know had a nice laugh, and it's just like of course you know we we go out of our way to plug a show that we never ever or, or you know ask for. Something I've reviews. never done in 550 <laughs> episodes. I've just started doing it over the last handful right. of them. And, and, and it just like, immediately and bites me in the cock. And I was like, And that's, that's the reward. And it's like, man, like, you know, you, you don't want to solicit these reviews. You, you want it to, to, you want them to be genuine. Yes. Um, and whether, I'm not going to say this person's review was or was not genuine. It very well may be genuine to them. They may be just bullshitting. Who the hell knows? Um, you know, that being said, um, you know, for those who do listen to the show and enjoy it, um, even if you're not leaving reviews, many of you have reached out to me uh, or Dan via DM, uh, just regular Twitter. Many of you now have my my phone number uh, and we've made some good friends. So if you happen to go to leave a review and you see some of those one star reviews, please know, know that those are the outliers at this point uh, of our listening audience. Um, it's not to say that they're incorrect. They're totally valid for whatever it is that they feel. If they feel like I'm a shit, yeah, host. fuck them. Oh, if they feel like I'm a, a shit co-host and the show is, is dog shit, they're entitled to that. This show is certainly not for everyone. I would question why they continue to listen. <laughs> uh, that just seems like just self-inflicted wounds there. That is um, like, I listen to <clears throat> podcasts, non-Flyers related podcasts that have multiple shows on the same platform. And if there's a show I don't like or a host that I don't particularly care for, I don't listen to that fucking show. Yeah, that's <laughs> this guy's it. like, God damn it. I have to sit through an hour of Shane again this week. What yeah, weirdo. It's, not, it's not like these shows build upon one another, right? It's not like you need to see and listen to our show in order to make sense of what's going to no. occur on frequent flyer, right? Or flyers AD. Like you don't have to sit through this. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. The listener numbers goes up because you're an idiot. Like, that's fine. <laughs> um, but you do not have to listen to this show. I am not offended whatsoever. Um, you know, and uh, what I would say to that particular listener or to any listener, really, you know, if you are looking for something different, obviously, this is this is me and you, you know, kind of being our own characters as to what this show grow into. Yeah. I would argue that neither one of us is the personality when you I've met some of you in real life and you're like, wow, you are not the way you are in the podcast. No shit. This is this is this is acting. This is what this is, right? This is comedy. This is different. Um, it's comedy. You know. It's fun. It's different. I love this show. This is it's by good. far my favorite hour that I record every week. You know, <laughs> and it's just it's insanity. It's fun when I get to come here and just laugh my ass off for an hour. And well, it is it. by far the biggest interactive community I have with any of the other pods. It's not even close between the text line, the Twitter sure. people I've met, the interactions. Like, this is the show where people kind of congregate to. And it's not for everyone. I realize that. I'm not going to sit here and say, God damn, why doesn't this person like Flyerside Chat? I get it. You know, I get it. I do. But at the same time, like, this show's not going anywhere. This show's not changing. This one guy can... Listen, if... I may just... Re we may record six hours of this fucking show a week and put it up every day just to piss off this one fuckhead. And if you don't think Dan the Flyer fan would tank his whole brand just to piss off one guy, you don't know me by now. Okay? How petty. <laughs> like, uh, which, I by do the way, it. I am available to do that. Uh, we can certainly record in six our new hours uniforms. Of, of nonsense. Dude, I'm just going to buy one in every color. And I just want to actually... Do they come in different colors? Uh, all right, we should we should definitely. All right, this will be what we wear for the Christmas show this year. Everybody has to wear one that comes on the Christmas show. That's actually awesome. And I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, 
Gross. But um, yeah, right. Uh, no, but like, what I was saying, like, we should sit there and like we should get these in a bunch of different colors, uh, and then just try to sit there and see, like, all right, based on how I believe Dan's feeling this week, I think he's going to pull out this color, <laughs> and we just both come on the show. <clears throat> Except you do know that, like, I'm I'm fully aware that this is going to happen. Like, I I already told you, like, I am like sack locked in dick flopping out like a noodle not great <laughs> and like i know she's gonna come upstairs like at some point and be like dude can you close they the store christmas theme ones that's what i'm saying dude this is the one with rudolph with the red dot on the cock santa blue purple green orange pink red dark pink white yellow are the colors in stock right, right plus the christmas ones we're in we're and gonna a buy the like... black one one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen different colors that's, that's a lot of fucking colors. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying no to this plan. Uh, but just there so you know, that pop. that's nothing. When I, when I build the new studio in the new, new house, cause I've already, uh, I've already scoped out which room is going to become just the podcast studio. Uh, I am absolutely going to put a mirror behind me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit there. I'm going to like drop a phone or something. Just like reach over the counter. And be like, ah, oh, it's Shane's asshole. Going to get one of like, those uh, standing desks and. So oh, dude. drop your phone and be like, oh, shit, damnedest thing. I'll be like, oh, you know what? Let me close this window for a second. I go walk over there. Oh, just each individual cheek moves. <laughs> just awesome. Turn back around. And I got one nut out. Oh, God, you would think they would build these a little bit like better. Why? They're like eight bucks. That's the problem. I guess. Do they have high quality ones? I get for like 30 bucks. I can contain my entire package. I think you'd have to like search by unit size. How can I fit my ten inch cock in a Borat swimsuit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've got like, hmm. There you go. That one's a little, a little better. Oh yeah, for sure. Hmm. There you that's go. also considerably less upsetting for people. That is true. <laughs> like if I stood up and got a window for that, you'd be like, all right, that's not so bad. You just get a little bit of bottom cheek. That's all. But everything else is covered. You're good. <clears throat> yeah, those are like the two options. The one we're wearing and the ones with like a little bit of leg hanging down. <laughs> Booty shorts. <laughs> oh, God, man. <laughs> oh. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I had a... All right, so I... Um, Shane had a day. Well, I did have a day. Uh, it, it was... So I work for uh, an investigative firm, right? But I do all all of the like financial work for them, right? Uh, and I, I I basically just read all of their reports uh, that go in to kind of protect from litigation, um, you know. So that's, that's essentially what I do, right? Now <clears throat> we don't have people, or excuse me, we only have one person licensed to work in the state that we had to work in today, um, and that person doesn't know how to use a particular like camera unit that I know how to use. So I had to go. Now, here's the thing. Like when you're like digging around in, you know, a house that burnt down and you're trying to not die walking on floorboards that may cave at any moment. Like, I don't know that I've ever felt like more manly. <laughs> and now look at us. I was going to say this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like the way this day went. It's so weird. <laughs> Oh, oh, Christ. I just, 
just strange. <laughs> also, like, so I had to, like it was like a five, five and a half hour drive each way today. Um, <laughs> so it was it, it was not pleasurable. And I like I literally only be, had to be there for like two, three hours. Like it was it was stupid. I've been laughing so hard that I'm just coughing like a fucking maniac right now. Well, post COVID. <sighs> um, yeah, I know. But uh, <clears throat> so, again, I'm not an investigator and you know i i get there and and the actual investigator that's there that that i'm working with for this case he looks at me because you better have boots and i'm like no i have i have sneakers man and he goes you're not gonna go in there with fucking sneakers are you and i'm like guy yeah man because i'm not a fucking investigator and i'm not gonna fuck up my actual nice boots to walk up in here (laughs) i was like i'm wearing the oldest pair of running shoes that i own and he's just like, go, go buy boots. I'm like, I'm not buying boots because I'm, I'm going on one fucking job. And he goes, are those the clothes you're wearing? I'm like, it's fucking jeans and a T-shirt, man. And he goes, yeah, people are going to fuck with you. I'm like, oh, this is dumb already. This is stupid. <laughs> you should have wore now, that. So, again, this is a horrendous fucking neighborhood that we're in. Like, just really just tough. Um, <clears throat> so we walk upstairs, right? And, and we're starting to kind of go through the loss. And. He goes, he, the investigator I'm working with looks out the window. He goes, I, I, I don't feel so good about this here. And I'm like, what do you not feel good about? I'm assuming he's talking about the fact that the floorboards are really loose. Ceiling things are falling. Like it's definitely like it, it was, it was a total loss. Um, and he goes, I'm going to go get my gun. And I'm like, you're going to get your what? <laughs> your what? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm going to get the gun. And I'm like, all right, man. So he goes, he gets his, his gun. Now, again, all investigators are not that they're required, but they are, it is strongly suggested that they be armed when they go into places like this. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, you, you're in not so great neighborhoods. You, you, uh, you know, there are people who squat in these like partially, uh partially damaged homes like they get in through like a broken window or something hmm. um so <clears throat> he comes back in he walks over to me he's holding this gun waving it around which is definitely like not something you should do I, i'm not even a gun guy and i know that uh and so he sits there and he's just like he's like now listen he goes you'd be you'd be surprised he goes you know just the other week i i there was a crackhead hiding inside a, 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 a closet just waiting for me to rob me. You know, he was just going to take my stuff and just go, you know, sell it for smack. And I'm like, okay. He goes, well, I never come in these places that are like this in these type of neighborhoods when I'm not armed. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I, said, I just want you to always remember that. Just, you, you know, it's just, I, you know, I, people don't fuck with me because I look like I carry a gun. And I'm like, you're 112 pounds, dude. <laughs> if you didn't carry a gun, like, that would not be smart on your part. And he's just like, I just say, oh, they, they got these people. They just, they hide out in these closets and everything. He goes, oh, buddy, did you go check the uh, apartment in two and three, by the way? Can you go check those for me? And I'm like, you just told me <laughs> to never go in anywhere without being armed. I'm not a gun guy. I do not have a license to carry. I did not bring a gun. You now want me to go into these other partially burned exposure sites? where I may or may not be met with a crackhead who wants to steal my stuff. The fuck out of here, man. Ridiculous. And then I came home to wear this. (laughs) Oh, dude, I hit my left nipple. Uh, I was fucking uncomfortable. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah. And that was my, Oh, dude. So when's the last time we've taken like a really long drive? Been a while. Okay. So I never, 
remembered this and i think it was because like i drove you know i drove like five five and a half hours like very early in the morning uh i got out and i worked you know like i said about two hours or whatever it's not like a crazy amount of time and the lost site was not a, a large it was a you know a top floor apartment um and i got right back in the car and drove another you know five five and a half hours home so i think that my ass didn't have enough of a break so I just want you to know how bad my tailbone hurts right now, even from the pressure of the Borat. Like, dude. I'm holding it up. That's, oh, my God. I'm like, I keep trying to lean in a way that, like, I don't get pressure on my tailbone because I just feel like, you know, I feel like you tried to fuck me but missed the hole. Mm. And you were just like, I'm just going to keep pounding the shit out of your tailbone. <laughs> um... Be like, take it easy. Oh, Christ. Well, we did get some questions this week. You want to... All right, man. We'll roll them in. Um... <clears throat> this person says, have either of you ever dyed your hair? Except he spelled it D-I-E-D. <laughs> That's funny. Noah asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Illiterate. <laughs> um... No, I've I've never uh, I've never dyed my hair. It's Neither always was. I've always wanted to be blonde though, but I don't know if there's like a way to do that without being like bleach blonde. Because I think you actually have to bleach it if you're a brunette, and then fix it from there. And it's eh. yeah, I don't know actually. Not um, really anything. Like I feel like <clears throat> I don't yeah, because your your hair's like dark dark. Like mine definitely has some. Like mine's like a lighter brown. Like I may not have to do that, but I think you probably would. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how that process goes, but I've always wanted to do it. Just never had. Is this what we're doing next? We're gonna fucking dye our hair, Borat, and blonde hair, and a mustache. <laughs> yeah, dude, face and unit stash. Just get the little half moon over top of your unit, like the Ned Flanders right at the root of your cock. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to do that, though, and when I stand up on here, I just apologize in advance. It would have been awesome if I had an electric razor right now, and I was just you just heard... This person says, who is your dream guest to have on the podcast? Samuel Moran. Robert Ash. I can finally get the child support he owes me. That's funny. Yeah, you owe me a check, man. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know, man. I like for for this one, maybe just in general. I don't know if it's this one specifically. Huh. I feel like uh, I like. Johnny Risnick is like someone I've, I've always wanted to sit there and have a conversation with. Uh, Johnny Risnick is the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, for those of you who don't know that. Um, I just, one of my favorite bands of all time, wrote my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, and just, he's just had an interesting journey these last like five, eight years into like sobriety and like finding out who he is now after that. Uh, I think he'd be a really fascinating interview. I think a lot of musicians after the pandemic would probably be like really great interviews because of like, they genuinely didn't musicians and comedians because they didn't know 
if they were ever going to be able to go back to performing to large crowds and it's like well now what do we do um you know and am i going to ever have that thrill again and oh my god i'm home with my family 24 7 when i'm used to being on the road you know 320 days out of the year um i think that they'd, they'd all have some pretty interesting stories and perspectives uh now maybe more so than ever uh this, this person says after all his years of service to his country why has captain america not been promoted to lieutenant colonel that's a great question. And honestly, if you if you work up in there with a the, with a butt like that, you should just come with that title already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get irrationally angry at like male celebrities for being as good looking as they are and having like good voices and stuff. I'm like, you have to have like something bad about you. Like you can't be like all these things. Like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, fuck that guy. Mm, yeah. He's way too attractive. Also, random thought with the Jeffrey Dean Morgan thing. I uh, so Steph listened to Hillary Burton's audiobook, and she's married to uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which of course she is because they're the two <laughs> most beautiful people on the planet. Uh, but she, you know, she was telling a story about how Jeffrey Dean Morgan's teaching his one-year-old son how to tip his cat to tip his cap to the ladies, and I'm like, that's just such a classy move. Like, I shit that I do that no, most people don't. I'm like, it's a great, great move. Well, I woke myself up like kind of mid dream, and then fell back asleep into the dream. Except I distinctly remember that like I tip my hat to like people in the dream, and before I fell back asleep into that same dream, I distinctly remember being angry that I didn't look as cool as I thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan would if he did it. And I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like I woke up like an hour and a half later, just angry for no reason. He's just too good looking. All right. This one is about 7,000 words long. So get ready. <clears throat> Dear Shane and Dan, a weird experience happened at the grocery store the other day. I did my rounds in the middle of the mini heat wave and I must've been crazy with the heat. There were beautiful people everywhere and I was inspired. It had been a while since I made a romantic dinner. I went around the store and picked up all the fixings for a stellar four-course meal with a bottle of wine from France's Rhone River Valley. I also stopped by the in-store pharmacy to pick up some protection for the romantic evening ahead, pun intended. At the checkout, I couldn't help but notice how attractive the cashier was. She seemed to flash a smile as she asked me if I would like my goods bagged. I smiled back and said, of course, thinking, uh, all the only, uh, thinking only of the inappropriate innuendo that just took place. As the final bag was being filled, the hot cashier scanned through a box of Magnum condoms and a perfectly symmetrical sugar baby melon. Really, we're doing this again. She blushed and... <laughs> she blushed and commented regretfully that I must have some big plans that evening. Bat... <laughs> <laughs> bashfulness came over me but I still couldn't hide the grin that covered my face from ear to ear after all isn't it strange that the magnum condoms and the sugar baby melon would both be the climax of my romantic conquest for that evening and she was completely oblivious no she wasn't she knew exactly what she was doing way to go Steve way to come in back my to experience all cashiers especially grocery store cashiers are just little sex puppets that's just that's what they think about 24 7 it's the only way you could stay sane in a job like that is to sit there and just sexualize things right uh, also yeah. side story 
side note, I should say. Um, so I, I, I've joked about this before. I've like a normal person's unit. Like I have no need for a Magnum condom. Right. So <clears throat> again, very attractive, uh, CVS employee. Right. And by the way, CVS employee at County line road, you're a babe. Uh, at least I can't imagine she still works. This is like 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> But uh, I actually, this very well may be the last time I've ever bought condoms. Anyway, um, so I, I went in and I got like just a regular box of Trojan condoms. And when I tell you the disappointment that came over this woman's face or girl's <laughs> face, because she's like my age. And like I would go in there occasionally for just other shit because it was the, it was my local drugstore, um, you know, running for deodorant or toothpaste or whatever. And like I w- I'm a personable person. So I'm always talking to people um, and like you build up that like kind of casual, not like full on flirt, but like just enough. And then that day came where I got regular condoms and the judgment that came across her face. Now, my <laughs> when I told this story to my buddy at the time, and I still distinctly remember this, he was like, dude, she's probably just like upset because like she knows you're sleeping with other people and like you haven't asked her out. I'm like, I don't think that's it, man. Like. I really like she, she's got she's got like one of those like promise ring things on like mm. I don't think we're in a situation right now where either people are or, or either party is sitting there looking to do this and he's like oh well then yeah she's definitely annoyed that you have an average dick like she was fantasizing about you just having like a mandingo and you just don't and I'm like thanks man, man I've never dingo. forgot that like I've just I've never forgotten that and I'm just like man why do I have to be so average <laughs> It's very upsetting. It's never steered me wrong for what it's worth, but still. Uh, this person says, when was the last time you partied too hardy? Partied too hardy. Oh, my God. Uh, so I don't drink or smoke or do drugs of any sorts. So I don't I don't party. I, I also dislike being at or around parties and people who are partying that is like i am so boring in that way all of my friends are 60 years old by the way like when you <laughs> when you guys see the, the the photos of my my groomsmen when that wedding eventually happens you're gonna be like did he have to hire people did he just take wait staff and just bring them in and put them in suits um it, i am uh i only only one of my groomsmen is uh is around my age and that's it um so yeah i'm, I'm a pretty boring fella so, Dan, when's the last time you fucked around? 2016. I don't remember what happened, but I woke up out of bed with five other dudes. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Must have been fun. So, like... I just, that's amazing. Like, you, you guys just, like... It's just... You just get it. Yeah. Like, I could you imagine if I woke up in a bed with five females... That's a gigantic I wouldn't bed. wake up. I would be murdered. <laughs> it's just stupid. <sighs> Dude, can we get a guest on? Like one of those, like, uh, um, fucking, they lay you down on the, on the little bed sofa guy and they sit there and they, like, unlock your subconscious, you know, memories and stuff. They're the repressed. Shrink? yes and yes but they're like actual it's well you can do it through emdr which is a, a, another technique but like literally you, you you just you it's like a process where they sit there and 
they like lull you into like this weird subconscious state and then they try to unlock those repressed memories like we probably can't say that what's the fucking time code hold on (laughs) we do we've made it like a month and a half since i said anything a while yeah now i have to do two edits already but um hey listen anybody can be a guest on the show as long as they wear the appropriate uniform that's correct. Going forward, this is it. It's this is it. I want to get one that literally grows, grows. There we go. I couldn't not say grow. I'm obviously excited. <laughs> <laughs> Glows in the dark, uh, and go. I just want to just sit here and just stare at two used <laughs> in the screen at one another. Um, oh but uh, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about right now. What was I talking about before then? Something about hiring a shrink and coming on the show to unlock our yeah, your repressed memories. Yeah. But that's the problem. I want to know like if they could unlock specifically that one for you. They just sit there and all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, "Damn this thing! We didn't have sex. We played gin rummy and fell asleep." <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, that sucks. I'm really sorry that we put you through that." <clears throat> Oh, I'm texting Anthony. (laughs) Um, This person says, Four flyer side chat, roadkill, noun, the killing of an animal on the road by a type of man-made vehicle, or to put it in simpler terms, Dan, Shane, and Agent S. (laughs) What all the previous agents uh, you have been sent to stop me have become. Did you really think you were going to defeat the great Roseanne Barr so easily and prevent me from completing my contractual obligation of reading wholesome definitions to children around the world? The three. I you... hope kids listen to this show. <laughs> no, not this one. We're going to be on some kind of list. The three of you are not going to be able to stop me from spreading my will across time and space, and you will continue to listen and share my wholesome definitions as long as I say so. <clears throat> Even if I have to make you my boy toys like hubby John Goodman over here. This has been Roseanne Barr, your guide to the wonderful world of words. You know that we're like, we need to do like a, a short mini internet series now, right? Apparently. I'm dead serious. I'll write the script. It's fine. I have the camera gear. We'll make it work. But this obviously needs to be be an extended bit, and it needs to hit the video side of things. Agent S. I love it. Uh, let's Go see. Where the it. hell was I? Uh, this person says, do you believe lizard people are running the planet? What? You ever hear that theory? Like Obama <laughs> was a lizard person and... There's like a secret society of mole people running the planet. No. What is with conspiracy people? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Mm. How bored? Like, there's enough shit that you can be entertained without creating other shit. Lizard people. The hell out of here. Uh, this person says, is there a horror movie you refuse to watch? Probably so. not. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, huh. <clears throat> maybe saw like to ever revisit them. Um, and I know that's not specifically the question, but like, I, d- I will say that like, I, I really strongly dislike any type of horror, uh, or thriller or anything that has like 
unnecessary violence that like you're just there to see some weird shit happen. Yeah. There's no story. There's no like character arc and growth. Like it's just like how, how violently can we take a limb off this person that's never been done before, you know, or hasn't been done with the level of technology that we have now. And I'm like, I just don't need that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything that like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see. Um, this person says, what is a sports team that you hate that you love? The Braves. That I hate that I love. Um... I run a Phillies podcast and <laughs> I love the Braves. Like I like Dansby Swanson is like one of the, like he just looks like if you created a baseball person player visually, it would just be Dansby Swanson. Dude's fucking amazing. Um, and like, I loved watching Freddie Freeman for 14 years there. Um, and like their organization just does so many things so well. Uh, and I'm just jealous and they're just so good and I love it. And I hate that. I love it because they're in the division and we're, we're never going to beat the Braves. <laughs> so it's very upsetting. Probably the devils. I don't know if I love them anymore though. They were my team when I was growing up. I was a big devils fan. Devils and hurricanes. I thought you were, I, mean. I, was gonna say, I thought you were a hurricane. Non-flyers fan. team. I just got an Eric Stahl autograph Jersey last week. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, an old vintage white one. Oh, fucking well, I was gonna say, awesome. Yeah. Um, good stuff. That's a, that's a quality buy. I think fly, yeah, I think Flyers is pretty much it these days. I, I just I hate the Flyers. I hate the Flyers. That's why this show exists. Also, <laughs> this is worth noting. We've just answered so far like ten questions. Um, so fuck yourself, person who wrote in that uh, little review. Obviously, there are people who enjoy this, and we got a whole lot more too. Oh, and shoot. the next one's a fucking hockey question. Look at that, all right. So you can choke on my helmet, you douchebag. Lean into it. What is the most that you guys would be willing to give up on a deal for Alex DeBrincat? Uh, Pierre LeBron is reporting they want a younger player, high pick, top prospect type of return. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Somebody loves the show. I love the show. I love the show. Yeah, honestly, I think if no one else loved it and we loved it, we'd probably still do I'd it. I'd still do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. like I feel like if it ever hit the point where like I... and it, look it's me there's a chance you know that i say something that's overly cancelable and like you get pressured to be like all right dude you got to get rid of shane or like the numbers tank in a way that's just like we only have like 15 listeners left something absurd i feel like you would just not tell me and just not post the shows and we would just talk to each other every every monday night if it ever gets to a point where this show gets canceled we're still doing this show even if it's just for nobody else (laughs) Just for the sole purpose of us catching up for an hour every week. That's it. Uh, and, and I'd be here for that. Um, but anyway, hockey question. Most you give up for DeBrincat. Um, whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I just want change. I'm so tired of the same goddamn people on this stupid fucking roster. We're getting ready for year seven of Travis Connecting. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't dude, give a shit so... if you have to overpay for DeBrincat. Bring me somebody new. He's a two-time 40 goal scorer. You know, he's not going to have Patrick Kane here, but sweet Jesus, he's a different guy who's going to be better than everybody else in this roster. Like, that's all he fucking won. When I was listening to your, to the latest Frequent Flyer and you guys were talking a little bit about some of that stuff, um, you know, it, it's, it's just, 
it's unfathomable like to, to sit there and realize how long how much of this team it's crazy. has been here and through how many coaches and now multiple GMs like that just doesn't happen like at what point do we just sit there and say they're just not that great and I'm not saying they're bad hockey players like they're just, just a shitty mix of players they're just kind of like existing that like you know i feel like every forward on this team is, is basically they're all the exact same and that's the thing is like that's it people talk I about just, the flyers having depth but they don't really have depth to me depth is depth a good first exist. line a good you know middle six and then a very talented fourth line that can happen the flyers have four lines of the exact same players basically their top line, line is no different than their third line and that was yeah. always the thing when av would make these changes he would shake up the lineups and it would make no difference because, you know, they're all the fucking same. You know, Giroux playing with Scott Lawton is no different than Giroux playing with Travis Konechny. It's the same fucking group of shithead players. There's no, you know, difference in this lineup so, whatsoever. So getting somebody like Debrinket, who may actually be an offensive catalyst, should be pretty yeah. high on the fucking priority list this summer. So for me, uh, so I, to an extent, I agree. I believe the Flyers have... A lot of depth. They have a lot of a bunch pieces. of Robins, but no Batman. Is how I've been for correct. On other shows. You know, so you sit there and like, and I do wonder because theoretically, if we had a legit, like, if you took, if you took Colorado's top line and plugged them in and just rotated any mess of, of forwards together, every one of them would have fucking career years. Hence, why Albe Cabell is succeeding. So, so you need that. You need that legitimate offensive, just juggernaut of a line. You need that stud offensive player yeah. to come in here and make that. That I, I mean, at this point, you don't have to prepare for fucking anyone or anything. They're all the same, dude. It doesn't matter. And that's that's what's frustrating is because because we do have depth. We have all the pieces that all these championship caliber teams desire at the trade that line. Yes. Yep. That last piece that's just like, man, I could really use a PK Those guy. Two or three you know, stars are missing could, from this group. The things that yeah. are gonna propel them past mediocrity. You have a roster full of complimentary exactly. players here. And so at that point, you know, when you sit there and say what you know, what's the limit that, that you would give up? I don't care. And because you, you know, you see a lot of teams are. like Toronto, you know, their fan base is like, oh, we can probably connect these or we get pro for, we're going to do this and that. All these teams that are ready to be competitive want to pluck these guys sure. because they would be complimentary players where they can fall into the third line or the second pair on yep. that team. But here they're just over their head. They're not good enough. They don't have anybody to elevate them further and than they are. And that's not their fault. And it's not their fault, but it's like you hear, well, we can't sign Gaudreau because he's not going to be a 115-point player here. And I'm like, so you love these fucking players, but you're willingly admitting they're not going to be good enough to elevate a superstar like Johnny Gaudreau. It's like, that's a fucking problem! You know? Like, ugh. So frustrating. The only piece, so I'm a big, I'm still a big Provorov guy, and I still believe that if he ever had a consistent partner, uh, you know, on the right side, like, I just, I do think that... He'd be great, yes. I don't know that, that I would use great, but I, he would be a very solid top pair defenseman. Um, <laughs> Provorov, and I, and it may not be the sexiest, but to me, like Scott Lawton is that that glue guy. Yes, yep. That he's for me, he's like a, a a more talented Raffle right now, and I loved Michael Raffle. I, I I felt like he was the ultimate Swiss Army knife. Do whatever you needed or wanted him to do. Played both wings, could play the center uh, if needed. Um, you know, he, he was, are you just messing with your junk right now? <laughs> I'm trying to get it all back in the pouch. 
I just Continue. gave up, dude. I told you, I'm just, I'm just hanging limb. Um, but uh, oh, God damn it, it's so uncomfortable to think about. Um, but also the face that you were making while you're doing it, you looked like. I mean, you ever you ever seen um, a sling blade? Yeah. You looked like that. Sling <laughs> blade. It's very interesting look. Um, but yeah um just in short and in summary uh it doesn't matter you you have to go out and get legitimate offensive firepower here and some creativity. at least one preferably five or six so <laughs> i would say you like you need to come away with two um you know you need to come away with a legitimate like if you can you acquire debrin cat via trade and then sign johnny gaudreau that's, that's a hell of a duo right there. That's great. You know, I mean, even with Sean Gattarier centering them, like you, you can make that work, you know, but I Debr- think if Couturier's... you have like Debrin cat and Couturier and Konechny's, that's not going to work. You need, you need two guys there to make it happen. Now, yep. theoretically you do need a center, but finding a elite center this summer is going to be a real pain in the ass. There's so many fucking people available, whether it's restricted free agents or the trade rumors or this or that free agents themselves. No centers worth shit. It's insane how badly the Flyers need a legit center. And there's just not one available this year. Yeah. I mean, look, that's, that is what it is. I don't, as long as Katuri is healthy, I don't have an issue with him centering. It's not ideal. I don't have an issue with him centering the top line. My only real concern would always be his speed. You know, it, to me, if you throw a lot of speed on his wings, you know, I don't know what that does to him. Um, it makes him look even slower than he already is. So, yes. Um, but I just don't know what that does to his productivity. Um, you know, and and what ultimately being centered by a slower aging player you know, with some lower half injury, uh, injury history there. I don't know what that does to, to the two wings that you would put on, uh, on his side at this point. But again, if he's at least, you know, 80% Sean Couturier, you know, I think he holds his own for at least another year or two, uh, in that top center role. If he has two explosively talented offensive people next to him. Um, this person says, if you were to write a memoir about your life, what would the title be? Um, hmm. Flyerside uh, chat blows. <laughs> Flyerside chat blows. The story of Shane Mead. Um, damn the flyer fan. What the fuck? I By would. I would just put, and I actually want this in real life too. So when I pass, Dan, I want you to make sure that this happens. Uh, I want a write it down. I want a bench in my name that just says, take a seat on Shane. He always liked a little piece of ass. <laughs> so what I would want the title of that book to be would be that phrase and just a bench on the cover. And that's it. All right. Take a seat on Shane. He always liked a little piece of ass. Once again, cancelable comments. Don't care. My ass is starting to stick to this pleather turn. Dude, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it's... It's something. Um, is that it? It's it. I don't know. I think we're good. The wolf, man, mummy, and skeleton. Those last week, so we're good. All right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, I, you already 
you know, you already talked about it um, on, on the latest frequent flyer. Um, but uh, coaching hire and the, the initial interview nailed it. Yeah, like, your opinions on John Tartarello, Shane. Yeah, like, so... We'll talk hockey in this fucking podcast. Of course we will. We're getting a 3% in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, one, I was incredibly impressed with the interview. Um, and I would say that you should be incredibly impressed. And he should have delivered an interview that impressed because of his history in this game. Um, you know, and, and I think that... Uh, he hit a lot of the right notes, um, but what I will say is I am very curious to see how the actions respond uh, in conjunction with these words, right? So he said a lot of the, a lot of the good things, a lot of the right things, like very self-aware things about him, his style, his personality, uh, his ability to connect with players, or his ability to alienate players. He said a lot of really spot on responses it's almost as though he went to a therapist the therapist said this and he said i'm gonna He's write very that down yeah. and he came out and he said those things now i don't know if he's able to i i be- wholeheartedly believe that he begins very much so as he presented himself but i don't know after how much into this first season does he start to break away from that and like you know i i, I got I was texting a buddy of mine, you know, and he mentions, you know, tigers don't change their stripes, you know, and it's, it's very true in, in a lot of ways. Once you are a certain way, like it is very difficult, not impossible, but very difficult to deviate completely from who and what you were. Um, and I think it takes a lot. And I don't know that there are enough pieces here yet. A lot's going to be contingent upon what goes on in free agency and with some trades and the remainder of the off off season and whatever coaches end up surrounding him on this bench. Yeah, um, you know, that, also that's important. Is that's that, a super in, important in, thing. We talked about this on, on Flyers, uh, frequent flyer as well. Yeah. Like you got the coach, you can't just give up now. You can't go. Oh, we got the coach. Let's run it back with the same. Role. You need to continue. You need to start overhauling this roster and get rid of the connect knees and JVRs and bring in the Debrin Cats. Like if you can do that and provide him with the two or three star players and clear out some of these shitheads, like you're setting him up for more success than you would be if you're just gonna say, "Well, we're gonna give this roster another go for the fucking seventh year in a row." You know, that's so you can, the thing. You can make it happen that way. So for me, that's that's the biggest test is I am only concerned about this hire if there are not other significant changes that come along with it. If he's expected to go in there and speak to the roster as currently constructed and manage this roster as currently constructed with a similar minded bench that we had seen in terms of, of who's coaching alongside him that guy's going to fail so hard. He is going to come in here and, and he's, I mean, he is, his <laughs> hair is going to fall out. Yeah. He's going to be flipping out at Carchiti and, and, and every other idiot I fucking beat writer. I can't fun. wait for that either. That's going to be cathartic. <laughs> um, I hope he pulls up all of our tweets about Carchiti and just starts reading them and be yeah. like, I fucking agree. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that's, that to me, that's going to be the biggest thing is, you know, are we, are, are we giving him enough help that we allow those changes that he preached to be the same changes that he continues to practice in action. Um, And that, that would be my only concern because I I have to admit, if I had to coach Travis Konechny for 82 games this year, I'd 
<laughs> Almost had another edit. Um, I would not be a happy human being at all. Yeah, I would agree. It, it's it now the balls in Fletcher's court to do the crazy things and correct. You know, you just can't let Debrincat and Pasternak and you know all these guys, Patrick Line, you know Brock Besser. Like you have to land at least one of them, if not two or three, to to truly give Tortorella Juice. the best chance to succeed. To truly give your organization the best chance to succeed. Yep. You know, you need all two the help you can get at this point. I'm at the place where it says you need two legitimate studs. Yes. Uh, at least. And then you need like some like second or third tier, uh, at least one, if not two, second or, or third tier pieces that can come in here. Um, and maybe they're maybe they get elevated because they have a larger role here than what Somebody they have. Somebody better than Nate Thompson on the fourth line is what you're uh, getting at. Yeah. You know, Nate and, Thompson, and a good depth right handed defenseman in case Ellis is MIA again. You know, yeah. just th- those are the kinds of things that you're going to need. And, and you know, it's not the traditional way of going about things in 2022 is building a team kind of like that. But at the same time, you don't have much of a choice at this point. You need to have success next season. You need to be a competitive team. Even if you ultimately miss the playoffs, if you can make it to, you know, the last week of the season and you're in a playoff spot or you're in a wild card spot or you're a hunt for a wild card spot, like, you know, that, that it's going to go a long way. And well, you for just, me, you got to do what you got to do at this point to make that happen. You signed him for a four-year deal. Yes, sixteen million dollars, something like that. Yeah. To me, that that's like you cannot you cannot give a coach like him. It's not like you're giving some young un, unknown you know guy, uh, you know, or a guy who didn't you know have very much success and had to go refine themselves and, and come back. Um, it's not like it's it's that like you you've brought in a, a championship caliber coach. To, to many degrees you cannot waste the first year of him here and put yourself in a position where you're going to have to still make massive overhaul changes in year two like you you went out and again i i the the ryan Ellis thing it really sucks because that was a move that was we were all so excited about um and it was a, a definitive like we are looking to compete <laughs> decision and trade you, you moved away from a number two overall pick not that that was a hard decision. You moved away from uh, an undrafted, surprise right-handed defenseman uh, who just couldn't really put it together here, but definitely flashed. Um, you know, you, you made those flashed? decisions. So, yeah, I saw his one goal um, <laughs> in a game that we lost like 7-1 to against mm-hmm. Washington. Um, but, uh, again, it needs to – you just – you don't want to – you you don't want to pay this guy $4 million – to just you didn't bring this guy in just to sit in obscurity for more years he he has to win this locker room over immediately i mean take a look at what's happening with with tomper over there with the fills right like this is a dude who came in here and came in who who just shifted seats in the the clubhouse um and just completely changed the culture of what was going on he changed the perspective of that clubhouse and that team and they bought in you can't waste that time because what happens if you waste this year and you go in next year and then Tortorella tries to be like, all right, we got to get this thing rolling. And they're just like, well, fuck you, dude. You've been, you were here last year. Why didn't you tell us this last year? It can't happen. Like yep. a move like that says we are going to go out and acquire at least one, if not two legitimate studs. We're going to try to move the pieces that need to be moved. We're going to try to f- you know, fill those other spots that are inevitably going to have to, to be filled with other legitimate NHL talent, not just like 
bottom six depth guys that are yep. interchangeable with every other fucking bottom six guy in hockey. I'm still optimistic. I realize I've got no reason to be, but I'm still optimistic. Now, oh, if, if, if a month be. passes and I'm still looking at fucking JVR and connecting this roster, okay, I'm going to have a fucking meltdown. But for the time <laughs> being, I'm like, there's no way they're going to try this again, right? There's no way we're going to run it back with these same fucking group of shit. Ow, don't move. It fucking saws in your asshole. But uh, there's no way they can run back with the same group of shitheads. Uh, one more time. <sighs> well, they can't. That would just be un- unbelievable. I do have to say, considering this room is like 90 degrees all summer long, and it was relatively cooler today, so I guess it's not as hot in here. This is a good uh, good uniform for the fucking for the summer. summer? Here. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Absolutely, man. I will say that, like... Besides the fact that I'm going to need something to peel my ass off this pleather chair when we're done here, I feel pretty good right now. So, alright, here here's some TMI moments right now. I don't even care, because we're family here. All, all of us listeners. I mean, what more can we fucking do at this point? What can you possibly I say that's going to be like, oh, this is over the limit? I feel like maybe if we went video, except we both did naked handstands and just in like our junk hung the other way, <laughs> I think like that would be pretty bad. Like, I think that might be the worst thing we could do. Uh, I'm sure it's going to happen one day. Don't you worry. So who knows, man? I mean, I'm here for a gimmick. Like, I, I don't care. I have no shame. Um, Neither do I, clearly. <laughs> obviously, we're sitting here doing this shit to one another. <laughs> Um, but no, dude. All right. So like, just like the, like the moistness of summer in like, uh, in like the, in the Northeast here, right? Like <sighs> there are days where like, it's not overly humid. Right. Like and the like, past couple of days. Yeah. So like you get out the shower, right. And you just like, you're, you're okay. Like your unit's fine. It doesn't feel like you have liquid on it. Which, by the way, Sliquid is an excellent lube if anyone wants to use it. Uh, sure, I'll get plug. a sponsorship from them. I'll, pl- I'll plug that one. That's that's some quality stuff. Um, not that you need lube. Jesus spit, but still, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, it's very humid in this office right now. And I'm just sitting here, like, looking at, like, the root of my shit. And I'm just like... <laughs> It looks like uh, it looks like Seth crawled in here and just spit on it for a second, and I'm about to go have some. <laughs> Ew! Ew! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it just, I'm very uncomfortable, right? Like, cause I'm still like, I mean, a lot of me is I- inside at this point, like in inside the little whatever this thing is called, the Borat. But again, I've left, I've left the main gear outside to breathe, <laughs> like. It's just very uncomfortable. <clears throat> I've said like 18 like deletable things tonight. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> there's, there's quite a bit. <sighs> oh, well. Something about dressing like a pedophile and all of a sudden here we are. Uh... Whoa. <laughs> we did not dress, dress like pedophiles, man. We just we dressed like we were going to to a, to a, to 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 a gay rave or something. Yeah. That's all. It's not no big deal. This this is the new official uh, official uniform of Brotherly Pod. Absolutely, make the official decree. I I think. Wait, are you still making those little bitmojis for T-shirts? Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I could. This needs to be one. <laughs> it needs to be with with my. Let's see what I can do here. So here's the thing, it it needs to be authentic right now, right? So like, my. Unit is over top, but the bag is secured. 
you're the opposite. You shoved your unit inside. Everything's sure in and the good. sack's hanging at the bottom. Yeah. Exactly. That's the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you just... And then you're just... Not anything more than that. Just cut out that. <laughs> you don't just need the full bitmojis. Just the... the, the no, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Just like belly button down. Belly button to knee. That it's, that'll yeah, be that's just two of them all. That's it. <laughs> Uh, oh god i love yeesh. it this is just very uncomfortable but oh well <sighs> i don't i don't i don't think i have anything else i like just as always if i if we sit here i'm just gonna come up with more shit to talk about yeah i think i'm done all right we're done <laughs> fair enough all right all right everybody um Guess we'll call it a night here. Uh, got all the shows up over the last couple days. Anthony show, Freegan Flyer, um, all talking their opinions on the John Tortorella hire and press conference and all that stuff. So if you missed any of those, you can check that out. Uh, I think Sisterly Pod's coming back this week. I assume I'm doing a show with Anthony. I got plenty of Freegan Flyers recorded as well. Uh, I did another one of our uh, marathon recording sessions on uh, on Friday. So some new uh, new content there. And, uh, yeah, at Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. And, uh, yeah. Um, I don't even know what the hell we called ourselves. Aristotle Nipple. That'll be you. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am Phineas at Painmeister. That's a good one. Oh, my God. Look, I'm at Ballbag Tucked uh, on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> you think that's a thing? Dude, it has to be a thing, right? I don't listen to too many characters, right? I don't know. But anyway, I'm at Shane underscore Mead uh, is my personal. You can get the other shows that I'm on, the Gentleman Podcast, which is... I, honestly, it's a, t- it's a ton like this, except like like, res- like respectful, like actual... So Ball Bag stuff. Tucked was a handle, but it no longer exists. The account was suspended. That's a damn shame. It's a great name. <laughs> I'd hear I was thinking I was a genius for thinking of it on the spot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen pod is, is, is something I'm definitely really proud of. It's, it's certainly a, a different kind of show than this, um, but it is very life oriented. Um, and this second season uh, has been a lot of fun. I'm doing it with my fiance, Stephanie, who is awesome. She's so funny on it. Um, and we, we really enjoy doing that one. So that is uh, at gentlemen underscore pod. Uh, and then we have finally created a Twitter for the Philly show that I do. It is uh, at so you or at think you can manage, but the you is just a you because character no, limits really, and all right that other shit. Again. Trust me, it pisses me off. It's not going to be that forever, just so everyone knows. I just couldn't fucking God, think of anything. Giro, but the A is a far. Well, not just it's my and, anus. Ugh. Yeah, try, try just have me. easy fucking handles, everybody. Yeah, like like just your name, like be a person. Um, if I but, fart, uh, is this gonna whistle right now? No, I don't know. You know what's funny? If you're as gaping as I am, your farts don't sound like farts; they sound like screams. Well, I'm which not gaping. Is a fu- which is a fun little party trick, by the way. If you've ever been to a doctor's office and you're just sitting there in the waiting room and you hear, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the fuck happened?" I'm like, "I don't know." Jesus. Yeah. I want to go to a doctor's office with you. <laughs> it's a fun little party <laughs> trick. Oof. Um, 
Anyway, God, continue. where do I go from that? Uh, but yes, uh, thank you. How are you we ever going to top this episode? Of, uh... I don't think we can. <laughs> we peaked. Yeah, I. That guy I, may it, get his wish. He may need to retire simply because we've achieved our uh, our peak. We may, yeah. This this may be it. Uh, this is this is on the Rushmore of episodes for us, um, for sure. I, I this was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I it would I would do this ten out of times. 10 out of 10 times again, specifically for the fact that you also, unbeknownst to me, bought one. Yeah. And it's the same as mine. I fucking <laughs> love it. It's just absolute comedic genius. Uh, um, but yeah, that's I, I think that's pretty much it. You can get my written content. It's at, uh, it is uh, thegentlemanpodcast.blog. Uh, again, some, some more like life stuff, music stuff, different things on there. Uh, but I think that's it. All right, everyone. I'll listen back to this one. Hopefully, this new mic sounded good. And if so, then it'll uh, stick around for a little while until I get angry with it, as I always do, and give up and go back to the other one. But uh, for the time being, everyone, until next time, goodbye and good night. No, 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 night. You went through puberty and you're one. Uh... Correct. Yeah. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah. I, I did that just trying to shock culture another inch out of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> just get another wishful thinking here I'm a hope, you know we're still romantic. recording right? I hope so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steph's gonna listen back she's gonna be like I hope it works <laughs> damn it she's like yeah I was talking to my friend the CVS cashier <laughs> oh, high level humor good